Welcome to Men or Nots, a podcast about mental health, physical health, emotional health in men and society. First it started with man, then it went to men. M-A-N, the acronym for Men or Nots. And we have a very special guest on the show for you today. Can you introduce yourself? Oh, Men or Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brad Fuller. How how are you? And where are you? Where are you from, Brad? Well, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Grew up there, and then migrated to Minnesota about 23 years ago. Yeah. So. And and that's where you are now, then, Minnesota. I am. I'm in uh, the bone chilling Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> and what are, what are things like there at the moment for you? And and, and what's happening there? You know, we got this thing going on with the rest of the world, so we're all together in this same ship. You know, both down on the the coronavirus ocean, Uh, and uh, you know, uh, I'm still right here in my warehouse, pecking away, building combo hitters, which of course is my product that I sell over the world. And then I have a gym here as well that I uh, is shut down currently because we're you know not able to open for business, Uh, and. um, you know, just trying to stay busy, trying to stay positive, um, trying to, uh, you know, stay away from the negative social, social media and media in general. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, let's 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 just talk about um, we we spoke earlier, but let's just start talking about what about where about you, your thoughts on t- in terms of mental health and physical health, and what's What's your story, in a sense, of where you've, where you started, into where you've, where, into where you are now? Well, I, you know, as we mentioned earlier, mental health to me is more of a mindset. Um, I think there is no real cure for boredom or depression or, or you know, um, the, the cure is getting off your butt and doing something that's productive and staying moving yeah. and things that make you happy, um, doing the things that you enjoy doing, uh, staying away from the news, because I don't know one person on this planet that can tell me, after watching the news, saying, oh, 14 people died today in Chicago on a gun shooting drive-by, and, yeah, yeah. oh, this lady died of cancer, oh, this athlete walked into the children's hospital and you know, said hi to 14 cancer patients, like, that doesn't exactly motivate me to want to be happy, okay? So anybody that watches the news and stuff like that, I mean, you're feeding into your negativity or your mental illness, which is depression or, uh, you know, just not being happy. Yeah. So opposite, which common sense would tell you to do the things that make you happy, not watching, listening, things like that. You know, it, it actually goes along with separating yourself from people that create drama. Yeah. You know, I mean... You get that one person, and says, oh, and this person is that, and that person. I'm like, you know, you, yeah, you, you get sucked into this negative, yeah. toxic conversation, and that feeds into your, you know, bad mental health, I guess you want to call it. But, you know, the mindset is, you know, something that you, it's really hard to do to focus on. You know, you, first of all, you got to love yourself. Yeah. Secondly, is, you know, take care of yourself physically. And then, you know, uh, you kind of have that circle around you that I call prime real estate and inside that prime real estate that's around you is the people that either uplift you spiritually motivational wise uh, mentor you or 
you know, make you laugh and happy. Yeah. You know, it supports you in many ways. But bringing the negative people into that prime real estate around you, of course, will only feed into the negative mental health. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, what's what's brought you to this kind of positive state? Is it is it maturity? What what's What's your journey been like in terms of getting to this stage of, of maturity and, and, and thinking positive? Well, I guess that's why I'm in your show, because men are nuts, okay? <laughs> and, and at the time I was nuts, uh, I had to make a decision in my life. Yeah. And um, I'm not a quitter in any way. Anything I've ever done, I usually have gone through and tried to do things. But I've, I've also slipped down some slippery slopes, done some stupid things that are nuts yeah. and um, for me it was about to stop doing those things and I threw in the towel one day and said that's it I'm no longer going to make bad decisions I'm not going to allow myself to fall back on that slippery slope no matter what it took yeah. and it was really about isolating yourself from people that were a negative influence yeah. uh, staying away from other negative influences and trying to really become that person uh, for over 10 years now, I've posted nothing but positive things every day on my social media. And that isn't so much for people uh, that, that follow me, it's for myself. Yeah. Just kind of, kind of remind myself why I no longer want to be that person. And so it's an everyday thing. Again, it's, you know, although mental health is the politically correct, you know, clinical yeah. thing that they say to me it's a mindset yeah. you know and I have to focus on me I can't I can't help the world or help others or help my kids unless I help myself first yeah. and, and make myself happy and smarter you know so and better yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so um, so let's let's talk about let's talk about where you you where you kind of came from to where you grew up and where you kind of came from that journey to and obviously we don't want to talk about every single thing but what are the things that made you you know what are the things that have made you what you are today that journey well I had a, I had a yeah rough rough childhood and I knew exactly the kind of adult I didn't want to be but you know sometimes you, again you fall back to situations you know where your parents were just bad influences and uh, so that was one of the things that um, made, made me want to be something different. I want to be exactly what they're not, yeah. or they would not what they are. And uh, um, you know, I had some good friends growing up that were good influences. That we, you know, we all became actually pretty successful in life. Um, my one friend played for the Buffalo Bills for five years. Another friend's a famous actor. Another friend's a famous. I mean, so we have a lot of people that I grew up with that were influences that help with success and um, uh, we all went our separate ways and stuff like that and did very well in life and, uh, but it was you know all about you know positive mental you know affirmation daily you know and wanting to do something better uh, tried the college thing a couple times it really didn't work for me I was an excellent athlete in college I went to a few different colleges and tried it just wasn't into the whole college scene um you know, went into business a, a few times and uh, also did well just with hard work, made mistakes. So I had my, you know, trials and tribulations there, but, you know, uh, you know, went back into wrestling back in 1992 
after having a break from it and came up and met an old friend who was on the Olympic team and, uh, you know, uh, convinced me to get back into it. Um, at the time, I had a flourishing business. Yeah. It was actually going very well. And I decided to give up my business and pursue my dreams. Yeah. And so, uh, the best I could, you know, I finished, um, you know, at the preliminary Olympic trial, I was a finished third and at Greco-Roman. And then, um, uh, then after that, the UFC started coming around and um, uh, looking for more athletes. And I had an opportunity there. Um, so I, I, you know, a couple other wrestlers did time dance to ever Mark Holman, you know, Don Fry, Randy yeah. Goldinger. We kind of jumped ship to try to make a living as a professional athlete. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that went well for a while. Um, I really didn't want to do it, though. It wasn't something I really wanted to do, um, but it was um, something I was good at. And I just could not get really ever in the groove of just really wanting to be that fighter, you know? Yeah. And um, so I guess my the, when I had that knockout punch in 
Uh, and during this time that I was down for a year trying to run my business, I, I couldn't rehab, I couldn't do anything. So, you know, it was at that time where, and it was really, I wasn't under a rock, I was buried under a rock, under a rock, yeah. and then I lost everything. And um, while I was in the workhouse uh, for several months, I, you know, you know, I, I can't tell you the last time I cried, and and I came close. And you know, I was sitting there going, well, "I got to do something about this." So while I was in there, I made my I made a very productive time of it being there, and what the plan was gonna be when I got out. Yeah. So I started reading books like Make You Grow Rich, um, Tony Robbins, you know, about changing the mindset. You know, yeah. um, the one statement that sticks with me is every day is you know if you want the things you've never had you've got to do the things you've never done yeah. and that's a day-to-day ritual uh, i start my day off with five things every day now i've been doing it for years yeah. first thing i do is pray i pray first i take care of myself because i work out yeah. then i read and every day i give something i don't know what Give a membership, give away a combo hitter, give away money. I give away advice. I try to give back in some way every day, and um, so that's that's kind of like what I do every day. And I've been doing that for years. And again, my journey to be that better man. And they always say it's easy to be good, but harder to be better. And so, so every day you're going to have that, you know, person or or devil whispering to you, you know, and you got to overcome that. You, you've got to be stronger, you know, and have that willpower to want to be a better man. Um, and um, it's been working very well. I've been in a very good place here. Yeah. Right now, I've been getting better and better, stronger and stronger. It's really hard to be in a bad mood anymore, and that's because I won't let somebody control that emotion inside me. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, because that's when you go back on that slippery slope. Yeah. And you get yourself in trouble really fast. Um, whether it's snapping on a girlfriend or your kids or, or getting in a fight that you didn't start. You cannot let emotions. Yeah. You know? So, you know, having that, you know, strength has always been, has really been developed in me. And I, I feel better about it. But, you know, it, it was time that, you know, when I, I knew I was getting out of jail, so what what am I going to do? I am I have nowhere to go. I have no home. Yeah. I have two gyms and a 10 speed bike. So I literally had to restart my life. And uh, so I moved into my friend's MMA gym. And I lived there as I tried to train people, which I just hated doing because here I am not trying to slip back on the slope be a different person, but I still had to do what made me money to get ahead and, and so it really who I was, wanted to be but what I had to do at the time yeah. so um, yeah, so I, I just kept working and working and working on um, I came up with an invention and I, I put everything into this thing and um, you know you you learn to create this passion about yourself that um, you want to succeed and make something flourish and, and most, most importantly be successful and, and in order to do that again to have the things you never have you have to 
just never did. Yeah. You can't go without. You yeah. can't go partying. You, you, you can't, I don't swear anymore. Um, it's like, you can't do the things you used to be where you're just the same old person. Yeah. You know? So, when I was push, 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 pushing, trying to get this bug to go, people started avoiding me. And, um, I just, it was really frustrating. And I was like, wow, you know, what's going on? And why, why are people avoiding me? It took me a long time to figure that out. Like, it wasn't that they were sick of me. They were, uh, they, they're afraid of where they're, they're going to be when I finally succeed because yeah, yeah. they, they aren't doing what I'm doing. And, and they, although they can, I mean, anybody can do this. It's just about, you actually have to do it. So you lose a lot of friends trying to be successful. You become alone a, a lot. Um, you're working, people are partying. You know, you're working, people are having fun. You're working, people are on vacations. And that's, you know, uh, it wasn't about becoming rich. It was about fulfilling a goal, yeah. reaching my goal, yeah. and, and living this journey I'm making, you know. And so I, I actually just, like I said, write my second book about this journey. The first book is on an Amazon Prime called Prime by Brad Kohler. Yeah. And it talks about this thing on how I invented the complicator and up the date up to a few years ago. And the second book is how now it's gone to a step farther. And some of the trials and tribulations in that. And, and you know, so, you know, my journey has been kind of, you know, unique in a way, but it's, it's been a, a lonely one. It's been... Um, uh, one of those ones that just like anyone else that's trying to uh, succeed in life you you work a lot yeah, yeah. you know but uh, but again I'm I'm happy you know that's that's the main thing yeah, main goal. you know being alone is a depression for, for some people but for me I mean I have people coming to in my life and I have a lot of people here at the gym they're just fantastic people and you know um, and I, I do have some good friends but uh uh, I work a lot and I love it. And so when you find your why and what gets you up in the morning that you can't wait to get there and do it, you know, realize, oh my gosh, it's 10 o'clock at night. I didn't, I didn't eat today because I've been yeah. working on my purpose, you know, and that excitement just kind of overwhelms you at the same time. You know, you may not be financially getting to where you're going, but you know that your accomplishment every day that you do day in day out are going to eventually get you there and um, so but uh, you know Andy I I I, you know I love the I'm I'm one of those dreamers I I think if you could if you could dream it you can achieve it if you believe it you can do it you know I mean I'm just one of those guys Um, but the the to it is is you actually have to do it you know um, it's not about starting it it's about finishing and that's that's where you get the you know you know they say champions do in private but they're recognized in public yeah. and so every day I, I try to be a champion you know I try to work hard you know so that, that my work is somewhat noticed some way in society so are you uh, did, did you speak before when you say when we spoke before you, you you've gone back into prisons to ins- to give speeches and, and talks to inspire people I do 
I, I've been the most, even the women's prison here in Minnesota, I've, I've went in and talked to, um, you know, I, uh, you try to mentor some of these people and get their mindset in for it's really hard. And it's just, you know, I was an athlete before this, so I knew what it was like to actually be a champion before I got in trouble. Yeah. I knew it was like to actually accomplish something and how you have to work hard to accomplish something. So I know that there's no dangling carrot that keeps on that that's never out of reach. Some of these people don't realize that. They, you know, put in three days of effort and they quit because they don't realize that they're, you can catch that carrot if you really want to catch it. You know, it's a matter of figuring out the angle, you know. Um, but uh, trying to mentor some of these people who have never succeeded in life, uh, it, it's a it's like ice skating uphill sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, just when you said, okay, they got a job, they got their own place, another, they relapse, you know, they get around the wrong people, they get comfortable, you know, and uh, so, you know, the, what I try to tell them is that what you don't want to become is a person who, who is one of the three C words. Okay, which is compliant, complacent, and imperative. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want compliance to only what is required of you. You want to, if you're on a job or whatever, you need to go over and above to to make to move farther and farther. You, gotta, you can't be compliant. Yeah. You can't compare yourself to other people. You have to focus on yourself and only focus on yourself to make yourself better. Okay? And then... <clears throat> So there's, there's the, um, and then the, the, um, imperative and complacent. The complacent is the most important. You can't come in all gung-ho and lose that momentum. It's really hard to keep that momentum. So how do you do that? It's the self-affirmation. It's getting up every day, doing those self-affirmations. You know, find, remember what your, your why is, you know, what your, why you're here what your purpose is and in that mindset once you can get that mindset where you know why you're doing this every day you know it's you know get in this routine do your checklist every day you check off everything at the end of the day you raise your hand like a champion every day you do that repetitively repetitively keep doing that and Eventually, eventually, six, eight, nine months from then, you know, you're into this new ritual that this is who you are now. And so you can start taking things a step farther. You feel more confidence in yourself. Yeah. You know, uh, there's definitely a uh, mindset of, oh, I can do that, rather than I can't do that. And the person that says I can do that person that says I can't do that well they're both correct so if you can continually build your you know uh, self-esteem and your confidence every day eventually you'll firmly believe that there's nothing you can't do yeah yeah definitely and do you do you, do you think that a lot of your 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 thought processes have come from um, in sense of where you the wrestling and and or do you think it's much much further than that? Do you think it's much beyond that, or do you think it's come from the fact that you wanted 
to, you know, you said you wanted to be a wrestler. I think it was, you said that was your dream, but then you didn't really want to fight yeah. in the UFC. So do you think that a lot of your, that kind of, the things that you just spoke about now comes from you wanting to be a wrestler? I think that all of that plays into a part of who you want to become, including making making your failures and, and failing. Um, some people learn differently. Some people go to college to learn. Some people go through life to learn. You know, the, the you know the school of hard knocks. Um, so when it comes to why I'm like this, it's because of all of my experiences, continually putting myself out there, being willing to fail, not being afraid to fail. And understand the consequences. You know, you also have to understand that you have to have the courage to not be liked. Because sometimes you put yourself out there and people get jealous of you and they don't like you, they talk shit about you. And it's like, you know, you have to have thick skin to continue your journey because, you know, people don't like what you're doing. Yeah. And if we all were parents, we would never have experience. Um, so going out there and not being afraid to fail going out there and trying different things and just not being afraid, you know? I mean, fear is nothing but, you know, it's a manifested illusion in your head. Yeah. I mean, there's no bookie man on the bed, okay? And so, you know, scary movies are just movies. Yeah. Being scared in life is something that, you know, is usually brought to you by the closest people in your life. Oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You should do this. You know, and then you start listening to these people and you become nothing. Yeah. Well, if you listen to everybody else, you're, then you're afraid to go out there and try. So then you're afraid to fail. And once you become afraid to fail, you'll never succeed. Yeah. Yeah. I was, gonna, I was touching upon something then as well because um, what I think, you know, some of the things that come out there is where you said, when you said you never really wanted to fight in the UFC, but it's, what's interesting about that is you've become in life, a fighter. I think that's the irony of it. You become a fighter in life. You've gone through all these things, but you never wanted to be a fighter. So I picked up on the fact that you were, you never really wanted to, you wrestled, um, and you, you liked the wrestling, but when it came to the fighting, you wasn't really that interested. But you've been a fighter in life. What do you? What? what how do you? How do you see that? The irony of that. Well, um, fighting might have been, you know, the the best thing that ever happened. Uh, although I just, I just wasn't the person I wanted. To be. I mean, just, um, you know, I was a short, short heavyweight. So I wasn't actually your ideal heavyweight champion, you know, prototype. Yeah. And I, so I didn't get some of the opportunities that some of the other six foot heavyweights might have gotten because of their their size. And um, but uh, I certainly had my opportunity, you know. And I took advantage of everyone the best I could. And I got to the point where I started to realize that sometimes, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I was I was kind of a jerk, you know. You, you have to be intense when you're training. Yeah. And when you're intense training, I mean, it's like, okay, someone's trying to train to beat you up. Now you're training to win this fight, 
from this guy who was training to beat you up. So your intense training sometimes, you know, I mean, and, and there's no excuse here. There, I, you know, was a jerk. I, I was this person that I had to become to step into a cage that you get locked into, yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> and had to hit, hit guys in the fist with my face, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, overcoming that, I mean, try to get your mind wrapped around that. I'm going to walk in there, and I'm going to exchange punches with some guy who's, and when I was in it, there was headbutts, there was bare knuckles, there was elbows, I mean, everything. It was like, so, until the rules changed, you had to change your mindset of a person who is willing to go toe-to-toe with someone who may kill you. Yeah. And because there were very little rules when I started it. Yeah. And so then it kind of got, that was my new, I don't know, persona, my new way of doing it because that's what was paying my bills. So I had to continue down this path and eventually I just didn't like it. You know, so... Uh, it was all cool at first because I thought, well, you know, I'm going to be like kind of like wrestling, but throwing punches and making yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sounds yeah. fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now my first fight, I only had a three week notice and um, the guy I was training with blew his knee out. So I stepped into this tournament, which was called the Hook and Shoot, yeah. which was behind the black curtain in Indiana. And my first fight was an hour, one hour long against Travis Holton. And at that time, Travis was one of the most experienced fighters in the world with 25 fights. Yeah. I had zero. It was my first fight, and I had headbutt this guy over 100 times to get the quit. So, and then I had two fights after that. So, in the time of three hours, yeah. I fought for almost two hours. Right. So, that was my first experience, my first weekend fighting. Okay, and now... You didn't get paid a lot of money. So I got this title belt that I still have, and it, it, I won't sell it because MMA um, Museum wants to buy it from me, and like they, they bought a lot of fighters' belts and stuff, and, yeah. and I won't sell it because I fought for an hour my first fight, and then 25 and 27 minutes, two times after that. I mean, really, within three hours, I almost fought for two hours. Yeah. To me, that's kind of a milestone, you know, because there was no rounds, no periods back then. And it, it, it reminds there's certain things in my life that remind me of what I went through to get to where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. And so, so yeah, I've been offered a lot of money for this belt, and who couldn't use money? But um, I, I, I won't sell it. And um, so, to me, it, was, uh, it reminds me of what I went through to get to where I'm at. And it's like you say, it's an interesting journey which which you've gone through, and, and you've now reached this point of um, you know so much positivity. What would what would you say to people? Um, someone, let's just say somebody you know somebody's you've spoken in prisons, you've spoken you, you know you've been a speaker. What would you say to somebody listening to this podcast and listening to you speak now about your journey and maybe someone who's listening to it their journey and, and how you? How could you inspire them? Well, my journey is one of many. I mean, you know, it's it's nice that I, you know, can hopefully inspire somebody. But I want to inspire someone to, you know, hey, grab their journey by both hands and love it. Don't be afraid to fail. Go out there and, and you know write your own book. You know, 
uh, you know, don't let anyone hold the pen when you're writing your own story. You know, go out there and don't be afraid. You know, try things out. What's the worst that can happen? Um, and, um, you know, just enjoy the journey, you know. Um, definitely make a plan. Know where you're going to go. Find out what your purpose is, what your wow is, what your why is in life. And um, don't let nothing hold you back. Yeah. Nor nobody. You, you, you haven't, you, and for all the ups and downs, um, you, haven't, you haven't let anybody kind of hold you back in a way, and you've kind of come through um, a, a lot of things. Um, you, you say you have oh, kids, you have children. I do it. Four kids, yep. And, and how have they, how have you been with, how have you, how's your story sat with them, and how have you felt as a dad, uh, as a husband, as dad? How have you felt that your story sits with them? Well, I'm about a husband. I have, uh, that's one, uh, uh, you know, one of the things I keep failing at, apparently, that I'm still working on, no, but, uh, uh, but I, I have four kids, three different women, and, uh, over the years, uh, you know, but uh, I love my kids, very close to them, and um, we, we've had our ups and downs, but, um, you know, you try to, you know, uh, be cool with them and, you know, and uh, try to mentor them in a way. And um, out of the four kids that I have, and, you know, anyone who has multiple kids, they, they'll understand this. They'll hit the nail on the head. Some, some, they're all just different in their own ways. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have four kids. You know, there are, there are three kids that heard what I was saying. But there's one that listened, and the one that listened just got a full academic ride, full scholarship for four years to Wisconsin, about accomplishing your goals, about doing what you say you're going to do, waking up, making sure that the job isn't done until you're done, and you know school is important. Um, I I love school because uh, going in and see my friends and other academics was you know I was like learning but um, uh, my daughter took it and she you know she was a smart kid she was a really good athlete too and I said you make a decision you know um, you could focus on this for the next three years or you can be like everybody else yeah. so what's it gonna be because you know you follow everybody else you become like everybody else yeah. and so and, I, and all my kids got the same skill uh, but like I said, she listened. Uh, she's in the top five percent in Minnesota academically. She got a full academic scholarship to Wisconsin. I'm very proud of her. She got accepted every college she applied to, yeah. and um, you know, including Ohio State and uh, you know, Ohio State, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, some three Big Ten schools, and some Ivy League schools. Yeah. And um, so, I'm very proud of her. Um, but she did it on her own. You know, I didn't force her to do it. Or this or you can do this just like anybody else yeah. and she made the decision that that's what she's going to do and so Fridays and Saturday nights when her friends are out partying and doing things what is she doing studying did I say that no I just gave her the opportunity you can do this now I said here's the, the one thing about money talks if you listen to money it'll tell you if you save me now I'll save you later and if you buckle down and 
and get a really good job. You don't have to worry about the struggle like some people have to do. Like some, you know, former has been fighters. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's a struggle out there. But if she goes out and gets a really good job, you know, she's not going to have to worry about that struggle that some of us that, you know, make a way through life don't think it's so serious. No. So it's, it's about working now to can be rewarded later. Yeah. So, and what do you what do you see maybe you don't see but what do you in a sense what do you see the future holds for you um brad um the, the person who's been through ups and downs and and what do you see the future looking like for you well i um my uh, my business is going to ride through this i'm uh, gonna all the over the world uh i'm gonna open up for the gyms, which are predominantly women weight loss boxing gyms, using my own products. Uh, it's be a really good concept here that they're enjoying. I, I love to see people get great results and help them with their journey as well. Um, I'm going to eventually get married here and uh, uh, probably, um, you know, settle down and finally get get a, a good taste of the good life <laughs> and uh, having a good life. Yeah. So, have I pushed you into marriage then? No, no, I'm. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so, no. yeah, so thanks. Yeah, like I say, you know, like I say, it's been, been fascinating listening to you, and, and I'm sure the listeners would, um, you know, appreciate um, your story. Tell, tell them, just tell them about the name of your books, where they can be found, um, and where you can be found in terms of. Your business and, and your I don't know social media. Well, the book is on Amazon. It's called Prime by Brad Kohler. It's like it's like Amazon Prime, but it's called Prime by Brad Kohler. Yeah. And then, um, on social media, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, you see my posts. I, I try to be inspirational every day. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and then my you know combo hitter is actually called you know, the Combo Hitter System and uh, you can actually check out my gym at my uh, on Facebook also at Combo Fitness. Yeah. So my brand name is Combo, Combo Hitter, Combo Fitness, and um, yeah, you look up Brad Kohler or Combo Hitter, you know, pretty much we get all the links on Google. And then, um, but you know, I, I do respond to everybody. I you know um, try to be as cordial as I can, so someone's a jerk, yeah. you know, and. Uh, <laughs> So you, you can't control everybody, you know. But um, you know, there are people out there who, who think all oh, you have you have nothing else to do but talk to them. And you know, just because I friend somebody doesn't mean we're dating now, you know. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know how that is, right? All of a sudden they want to talk all day long. My like, God, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, it's uh, I mean, I, I people follow my posts and I hopefully I touch them and help them and motivate them you know, throughout the day or the week whatever and I'm always uh, open to talk to people if they want to talk to me if they have you know they need some business mentoring or life mentoring I do that for free I uh, like I like to give every day and uh, I don't mind I, I really enjoy helping people yeah yeah and that's that's been good actually because you've actually a couple of things you've said about not a couple of things a few things you've said have kind of inspired me um 
so yeah that's um, i'd like to thank you for coming on and um it's been interesting talking to you last thing what's your second book going to be called or is that, uh, a, secret? Or is well, that a secret the series is prime so it's all prime yeah and the first one is actually called prime it doesn't last forever and uh, the, uh, the second one I haven't really come up with a title yet. Um, I have a couple things I'm working on right now. Yeah. And uh, every other day it comes up with, oh, now this is a good idea, this is a good idea, because, you know, certain things change in my life that yeah. kind of redirects the book towards the finishing chapter. So I'm working on the, I'm working on the title. Um, but the thing is, I'm working, I'm more than anything else, I'm working on the journey for it. And so I want the journey to be interesting, uplifting, and motivational, and let people know that, hey, I put my pants on one leg at a time too, and a lot of things happen to, you know, whether it's celebrities, whether they're, you know, plumbers, or, or, you know, garbage men or doctors. And I put my life out there and in a story because I came from nothing ten years ago, homeless, broke, two bags of clothes, and decided to start my life again. And I thought maybe this could help somebody because. You know, I don't come from money, you know. Um, when I grew up, I mean, my only currency was grind. We had to work. Yeah. Uh, that was my currency. Grind out. Grind, grind, grind. And so every day is, you know, you have to have a good work ethic. And um, once you once you finally put it all together, you'll, you'll start to see what your why is in life. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like I said, I'd like to say thank you for, you know, for being on the podcast and, and talking and, you know, and if, you know, I'd like to, I was, you know, I'd like to have you back on again at some point to talk about, um, you know, different aspects of what's happening in society. Um, so thank you for coming on, Brad. Oh, future, thanks, Andy. Future um, man or not, <laughs> past fighter, <laughs> um, dad, um, and future husband. <laughs> okay. Thanks for coming on. Take care, buddy. And take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was Men Are Nuts. Bye-bye.